absolutely no one is going to listen to that advice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I see coach after coach and the very first thing they do is not learn to sell, nothing like that. They go create a pretty website and then they total their thumbs and they go, why isn't anybody buying? I did yeah. the thing. Yeah. Like, no, it's actually the engagement, the Facebook group, do the three posts Rachel suggests. Do you ever come across a coaching program and wonder how they sold it, why they built it, and what life looks for them day to day? From that very first client to the 10th, 100th, and 1,000th client, I want to know all the details. I'm Michelle Rockwood, and I teach life coaches how to sell their coaching for thousands, without scripts, and with your entire heart and soul. Join me as we deep dive behind the scenes into some of the world's most successful coaches from 25,000 to 25 million and everywhere in between. Hey everyone and welcome. I am so excited to introduce you to my friend, my mentor, my business bestie, an amazing copywriter, Rachel Weaver. She is your go-to for messaging that blends human design. Yes, human design and copywriting to help spiritual entrepreneurs create their soul aligned message that attracts their ideal client without all the shouting into the black hole. Rachel is an incredible writer, human being, mom, and I cannot wait to share her gifts with you today. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here. And just, I, I love every time we get together and we talk. So <laughs> <laughs> it's always magic and crazy things happen. It totally is. Rachel, one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on today is because I know, or I, at least I think I know that your business was launched through a Facebook group. Is yep. that true? Yeah. Yeah. That's where it started. I honestly, I started it because I was a little afraid to put myself out there and like on Instagram or a Facebook page or my personal profile. So I was like, I'm going to create a group that feels really safe to me. <laughs> And it grew and that's how, uh, like the first year of my business, that's where all my clients came from. Incredible. Okay, I was just in a Facebook group the other day and someone said, I closed down my Facebook group of 22,000 people because the interaction was dead. Mm. And my question to you is, are Facebook groups dead or dying? Oh, that is a good question. I feel like, so I feel like mine, the engagement in my own group has kind of dipped in the last couple months, but I blamed that actually on myself. I kind of like backed away, wasn't posting as much. I just needed a break from that, I guess, um, and had to kind of reevaluate what I was doing. And now that I'm coming back, the engagement is coming back. So it's a lot of, I honestly, I believe it's whatever you're putting in is what you need to get out. And as long as your message, as long as your what you're sharing is inspiring to those people, um, then I think there is engagement there. There is, the people do want to be in those groups, but it's a matter of finding the right people. So maybe that person like pivoted and started doing something completely different and it changed the audience or, right? Like there's so many factors in why people aren't engaging versus why they would engage. I have some theories as to the success of your group. But what would you say are, you know, you just mentioned being present and taking a break when it's not aligned with you, but what else is really the secret to moving people, you know, from that Facebook group, you're offering a ton of value and getting them onto an enrollment call and into your 
coaching programs, your writing program? It's making posts about what you offer. I have backed off. I wasn't making posts from what I, about what I offered. I was just kind of putting, you know, a little bit more randomly, right? But when I have a strategy behind it where I'm sharing, yes, how to's and things, but I'm also sharing exactly what my offer is or offers are and saying, go buy it or go sign up, right? That's how you get people out of the group and onto a call. (laughs) Do you have a regular routine? Like, okay, I post three times and then once a week I make an offer or is there any kind of system like that? Or is it a little more intuitive? It's a little more intuitive, but I try to do at least two sales posts a week. And there's usually some more inspiration stuff that's more entertaining. I usually have a poll um, and there's some education stuff. And then I try to go live. So it's a mix of different types of content as well, which I think is really important. And I also, if I really want to get engagement up, there's a three post um, series that I do where it's Oh gosh. Uh, do you want me to break it down of what yeah, the series please. is? Okay. So you think of the action on the third post, the action on the third post is like, go buy a masterclass or go um, get on a call, right? Like that's your call to action on the third post. And then, so you reverse engineer the first post is going to be a question relating to that call to action. So say my call to action is getting on a call with me about copywriting my call to action would be, or I'm sorry, my first post question, it needs to be a really simple, easy to like write an answer to type question, but it's going to relate to copywriting. So um, it would be, I should have thought of one. Um, Are you stuck writing your sales page? And then that's it. That's the only thing. Are you stuck writing your sales page? And then people will be like, yes. I've been trying to write this thing for like three months now. The second post is then why does it matter to get unstuck, right? Why does it matter to get rid of that problem? So I would write something about like, well, if you're not, if you actually have your sales page written, you know exactly what your container is. You can go out in there and sell it. People can see what it is. Like you're not sitting in this stuck zone anymore. You're actually getting clients. So are you losing clients by being stuck in not having your sales page written? And then the third, yeah. And then the third post is, um, is really honing in on like getting them on that call. If they don't get on the call, what are they kind of missing out on? Or like really inspiring them to be done being stuck. I like they're over it. They're drawing the line in the sand and they're ready for either help or something to get them out of this stuckness. Right. Um, and those, that type of series always gets a ton of engagement. Oh, I love it so much. I'm breaking it down with my sales brain, right? You're saying, okay, what is, you're getting them to confirm um, yeah. that they're in the right place. They're getting yeah. them to confirm that they're your client. Yeah. Um, are you stuck writing your sales page? And it's a yes or no answer. So people are really fast to write those ones. Those are really like, yeah. that's a good yep. check, check the box. And then the second one is you're describing the cost of their pain. What is it? Why does it matter? Why is it important to you to get rid of this problem? Like, how will that feel? It's, mm-hmm. there's a real cost in not taking action. And so you're bringing that out in a group discussion. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the third one, you're asking them to make a choice. Choose, do you want to solve this problem or not? Yeah. Yeah. If you want to solve, 
here's what, here's the first step you take and that's booking a call with me. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. So how often will you do one of these? Um, when I'm feeling like engagement's low or I'm like, oh, I don't have a lot of sales calls booked right now. I should like, or, you know, depending on it, again, it goes back to like what that call to action is. Sometimes I'll do it before I launch something. Sometimes I'll do it when I, um, I did it when I kind of came back and I was really quiet in the group for a while. And then I came back with a series and, um, just to kind of liven things back up again. <laughs> I, I really want to point out that you said you post two asks, two call to actions a week, because I think for people listening, that's actually feels like a lot. Yeah. But I feel like it's not probably not enough. Really? It will. I feel like you have to put it out there. You have to say, this is what my offer is in some capacity, right? Like it's not just, here's my menu of services. It's here's why the work I do really matters and what it does for clients. Here's why it's different. Here's why it stands out compared to what other people are doing in the industry. It's not just the list of services, right? Because then you can compare you know, me as a copywriter to someone else as a copywriter, like it doesn't serve anyone, right? You're competing on price at that point. But if you're really going, this is why it matters. This is why it's important. Then why wouldn't I make a sale, like a call to action to get on a call or sell something, right? Love that. Love that. If this is actually in service of you, like, and I'm not doing it, I'm not serving you. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. One, one thing I noticed observing you from afar was that when you opened up this Facebook group and you made it, you decided to do it, um, it felt aligned and I could feel it. Like I could feel your energy in your posts. And I was like, damn, she's on fire. Like what I want, what she's selling. Can you talk for a minute about how you decided to do it? Because I suspect that, yeah, there was an alignment piece there. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I mean, I jump around a lot. I'm a manifesting generator. I pivot all the time. I'm like, can't sit still. Alignment for me is trusting that I'm on the most abundant path for right now. And so what that looks like for me is just really tuning into my own intuition of like, well, I could do, I could market this way. Does that feel like the most abundant path for me? No, I could market this way. Does that feel like the most abundant path for me? yeah, that actually feels exciting. Like, I like that idea, like and feeling into it and deciding what, I mean, when I first started the Facebook group, it was, there was a lot of resistance about putting myself out there. So I needed to find something that felt safe in the moment. Um, now I don't care. Like I'll just shout it from the rooftops, but I needed in that time. in when I was in that energy, that space, um, timeline, I needed the safe space. And so my most abundant path was a safe Facebook group. Did human design help you come to that decision or was that not yeah. in the picture yet? Uh, no, it was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cause I know how do you tap into my intuition because of human design. I know that I can trust it. I know that it will not lead me astray. Uh, that when I ask a question, like in putting that, like, what is my most abundant path, then it leads me down that path. What is human design for anybody who's new to it? And Rachel is, you integrate human design as a guide to helping people with their copywriting. Is that right? Yes. Yes. 
So basically human design is sort of, it's a blend of astrology and teaching. It's taking your birth date and time and that's your imprint of your energy and how your energy works. It's like um, how the stars are all aligned, all of it. Um, and it really shows you how you make decisions best, how your energy is perceived by others, as well as what's going to feel most aligned for you and how you want to show up in the world. So the way I look at it is how do you communicate best? What is your energy want to communicate and how does it want to communicate and then how are people perceive that energy as well because we're all interacting and we're all these little aura bubbles bouncing around <laughs> how do you interact with other people as well and be able to talk to your ideal clients in a way that they're going to be like oh tell me more like i love you whatever you're doing i want to be in amazing amazing okay so are the riches in the niches <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you used to be anti-niche, right? Or niche. I still little, am a little anti-niche. I think your core, so there's two things. You have your core message, which is like what you stand for. It's like your big vision core message, right? And then you have offers underneath of that. So offers 100% need to be niche. Like if you, you're trying to create a course or a service that's for everyone, it's gonna be really hard to sell. But if your core message can be very broad, and doesn't have to be niche at all. Or it can be a really, you know, like it's just spiritual entrepreneurs. <laughs> That's pretty broad. And even human design is pretty broad, right? A yeah. lot of people are interested in human design and want to know more about that. And if they happen to be one of those people, you're really good fit for them. Yeah. Yeah. If you're interested in just wanting to be how to show up more authentically, how to use your gifts and your energy in a better, more efficient aligned way, then human design is 100% the tool for the job. Hey there, my heart-centered coaching friends. As a sales coach, the most common question I get is, how do I overcome the money objection? And I get it. Helping clients understand the value of your coaching takes practice. So in response to your request, I created a super amazing mini training just for you. But it's not what you think. It's going to forever change how you look at objections and buying questions. I've even created a cheat sheet just for you to help you set the stage for a yes before you even say hello. Head on over to michellerockwood.com forward slash sales and grab it today. You know what's, can I tell you a funny story? Yeah. As a part, I did a human design reading, you know, and, and um, as a part of it, one of I don't know. I'm not going to, you can tell me like, but it said, I enjoy, or I need my own space specifically like when I'm sleeping in the bedroom, like I'm somebody who wants to sleep alone sometimes. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so true. And that really stuck with me. And so every once in a while, I'm like, Brian to my husband, like, you have to go sleep in the basement <laughs> according to my human design. I need space. <laughs> and, and Did I you figure that. out your birth time then? I did. Yes. No, I figured it out. Yes. I'm a manifesting generator and oh. yes. And it's so funny though, because this, I can't get it out of my head and I really want my own room now. <laughs> He's like adamant. He's so adamant, but I'm like, no, my human design says I need my own space. <laughs> it's really true though. I mean, it's really neat to kind of have these self-awareness, this awareness of yourself. And that's yeah. what you do, right? When someone 
walk us through when somebody works for you. Cause I think it's a pretty unique process of mm-hmm. first exploring your human design and then yeah. what follows next. Yeah. So we do, um, it's the copy by design method and it is, it's looking at your chart and we look at like your type, your profile channels and defined centers, as well as Mercury gate and sun gate. Those are just aspects of your chart that we're looking at specifically. Um, what is that energy doing? How is it moving? What is it saying? What is, um, cause each gate and channel has an energy to it and an energy behind it. That's very specific. So looking at that and then, um, fusing that with your experiences and your gifts. So the things that innately you're good at in your experiences, the things that you've learned throughout your life, all of that. And then we weave all of that together for your core messaging, your offer messaging, all of it. Like it all comes together in such a unique way to you that no one else can copy. Like you could be doing the same thing as someone else and it sounds completely different. I love it so much because you're really taking the time to speak in that person's voice, authentically them. Yeah. And for coaches, for heart-centered, mission-driven coaches, that's everything. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And making sure those words on the page, those words in the email match the person that shows up on the call. Yes. Yes. And that is so, so important. I think for most people, they're like, if I can get on a call with somebody, then we're great. We can get along. But like all what I'm writing and putting out there is falling flat. That's because you're not putting who you are into what you're writing out there. And you want all of it to match. You want it all to be congruent. And that builds trust with people when the whole experience with you from your copy and your social media posts to booking a call to it all is congruent and stays the same. Absolutely. Really builds trust. And that brings me to my next question for you is I can get pretty cynical as a coach. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. We need to be amazing at podcasting, amazing at writing. We have to look decent, you know, I mean, just today, right. We have to show up. We have to entertain a little bit. Like this is just, this is asking too much. And I get a little cynical, you know, but you break it down step-by-step and you get through it and you figure it all out. But we're in a coach's journey in an ideal situation. If you could wave a magic wand, when would they step into writing and being a good writer and finding their voice and, and tuning into that? I think you need to know a little bit of writing, even in the very beginning. And that's why I offer like self-paced DIY kind of things for people that are just getting started to give them the basics of writing. But once you know exactly what you're not even, you don't even have to know exactly what you want to offer, but you have to have a really good idea and ready to be go all in on what that is, right? Then it's time to either hire a copywriter if you're not good at writing or um, sit down with somebody and have them explain to you what needs to be done, right? To get an understanding of it. So hiring a copywriter, you, you have to be ready to go all in on what you're offering, 100%. If you're not ready to go all in on that thing, then now's not the time. You need to like do a little bit more work inner work on yourself or work with more people or something, right? Because it's not, it's not a cheap investment to hire a copywriter. Yeah. And to me, it's like, um, I really, really often, I see this in new coaches and I did it myself. 
is you immediately come out of the gate and you go to write your website and you mm -hmm. go to get it all done and you haven't sold anything. Yeah. And I'm always going, no, no, no. The sales yeah. conversation, being able to sell to the handful of people around you, five is mm -hmm. enough. Yeah. That gets you so much further and advances you in your copywriting, in your offer, in yeah. your ability to put the thing out there. Like yeah. do that. And then, then what you yeah. have is so much more grounded. You know that yes. offer. Yeah. And yes, it needs tweaking, right? We're always gonna tweak that offer, but really in, in what it is you deliver is solid. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't think you need a website until you're making maybe four or $5,000 a month, then maybe putting together a website would be a good idea. Before that, no, you're selling all on social. You're selling um, in DMs, you're selling, you know, on a phone call, you're, you're yeah, 100% with you. Absolutely no one is going to listen to that advice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I see coach after coach and the very first thing they do is not learn to sell, nothing like that. They go create a pretty website and then they total their thumbs and they go, why isn't anybody buying? I did yeah. the thing. Yeah. Like, no, it's actually the engagement, the Facebook group, do the three posts Rachel suggests. Yep. Sell your coaching, then step into hiring a good copywriter, which is worth every penny I went yes. to hire somebody the other day and it was $180 an email. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, a good copywriter isn't going to just write the thing for you. And then they're going to give you a little bit of a skill set or an understanding of why it was written that way too. I'm a huge advocate of that. I think it's just like, I love to coach too. So I'm not just writing for you and like, here it is. Like, no, I'm going to explain why we're writing this in this spot and why we're writing this over here and the whole psychology behind what we're writing along with how we're infusing and weaving in your human design at the same time. That's so much more valuable. I mean, yeah. you can give somebody the skills to do it themselves I, I wrote an amazing Facebook ad the other day and I was like patting myself on the back. I was like, Ooh. oh, like, good job, Michelle. That took you 10 minutes. And I was like, actually, it took me 15 years. <laughs> yeah, know? like that <laughs> took me a long time to get really good at that. It doesn't mm -hmm. come overnight. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of practice and having yeah. somebody teaching you like you do is really, really, really amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Rachel, how do you deal with the high highs and the low lows of running your own business mm -hmm. and the, you know, the wave, riding the waves of clients. How do you deal with that emotionally on a day-to-day -day basis? I have a coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. No shame. I have a business coach and yeah, I boxer her anytime I'm like, I don't know what's happening or, you know, what's going on. I'm really whatever. Um, and she's always been able to kind of pull me back out of it and reframe things and, um, just, I guess, pull my head out of my, out of the sand. <laughs> Cause I think when we go into that low, we can put blinders on, we put our head in the sand and it's all melancholy and everything's bad when that's not the truth. We just need to reframe on whatever's happening or whatever you're experiencing, um, to realize that, no, this is a gift. This is a, you're in a really great spot. Don't shame the gift for being in this low. Like I, all the times that I've been, or all the times that I've pivoted 
and felt like, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. <gasps> that feeling again. Um, every time I've worked through that negative emotion, I get to the other side. I'm like, oh my God, I totally know what I'm doing and I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good and it's worth yes. it in the end, 100%. And a really yeah. good coach helps a lot. Yes. yes absolutely. Yes. Very cool. Now, I want to talk a little bit about niches a little more before you wrap up. Do you have advice for folks that are trying to find their niche? What have you experienced in your life? What have you healed or achieved yourself and help those people? Start there. Love it. Like that's, even if that doesn't end up being what you yeah. like, find something to start, find a way to start. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like, would you kind of agree? I feel like, I don't know, human design, maybe did it find you? I feel like sales coaching oh, found me. Yeah. yeah, it totally did. <laughs> I started off coaching women who were going back to work and started this amazing program and I really, really loved it. But then I, I stood up in front of a group and started talking about coaching and people were taking or started talking about sales. People started taking notes and I was like, what's yeah. happening? What's <laughs> happening? Oh my God. <laughs> and that just became so easy getting yeah. paid for opening your mouth and just being who you are, which mm -hmm. is what I see you doing with human design. Yeah. It's such a part yeah. of, of who you are. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah. Is there any advice you would give a new coach starting out that you wish you had known when you first started? You have to know what you're selling. If you don't know what you're selling, you don't know what you're offering, it's going to be really hard to grow a business. No shiny website, no amount, uh, you know, posting daily and reels and doing all that crap is going to help you if you don't know what you're selling. Yeah. Thank you. Anything else you want to share as we finish up today? No, this is fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. Rachel, where can we find you? Oh, I just actually changed everything. Uh, it's rachelweaver.com now. And uh, you can find me. The Facebook group is Aligned Coffee Posse. Um, and Instagram is I am Rachel Weaver because Rachel Weaver was taken. <laughs> <laughs> I am Rachel Weaver. Love it so much. Thank you so much. Thanks, Michelle. Hey coaches. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you like the show, I have two asks for you. One, share the podcast with a coaching pal that could use support around sales. And secondly, leave a review in whatever app you're listening on. And if you'd like to learn more about selling your coaching unscripted, head to unscriptedsales.com or find me at Instagram at Michelle M. Rockwood. See you soon. Happy sales.